welcome to Served Neat. I am your host, Jen Hartman. I'm a corporate dropout turned six-figure sales and marketing coach, bourbon enthusiast, type three Enneagram, and dog mom. I'm on a mission to show you that there is more to life than the nine to five grind and that you can leave your job to pursue your profitable passion. I'm going to prove to you that launching an online business can be fun and easy. I'll be giving away my best sales, marketing, mindset, and business strategies served neat. Pour yourself a glass of bourbon, have a seat, and let's chat. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Serve Neat. I am so thrilled that you are joining me today. We are going to be talking about my favorite P word. Okay, get your head out of the gutter. We are talking about pivoting. I love this topic because I feel like pivoting has been the theme of 2020. I mean, I have seen restaurants start to offer mobile ordering and curbside pickup. I've seen photographers who only shot weddings who are now offering front porch photo shoots. I've seen marketing agencies pivot into consulting firms. I've seen businesses go from dying to thriving, and it's because they decided to make a pivot. I've also pivoted a couple of times in the last year too, in a couple of different ways, and I have learned so many valuable lessons along the way. Last year, I pivoted from corporate marketer to entrepreneur, and then I went from marketing agency owner to sales and marketing coach. So I pivoted my niche, and then I pivoted one of my coaching offers in the middle of a launch. Whoops. Don't recommend doing this if you can avoid it. But basically what happened was I created this very structured group coaching program that my audience didn't want or need. I ignored my market research and I did it anyways. So I quickly discovered that this program was not selling. People were not applying. I pivoted this program into a mini mastermind and it sold out within a week. So it was a good pivot, but I wish I would have went about it the right way to begin with, but it's okay. It's okay. I learned my lesson. I actually used to have a lot of mindset issues when it came to pivoting. I was afraid of what people would think. I thought my prospects would think that I was having an identity crisis and that people would judge me for switching things up. I also felt like I had commitment issues. Because I had pivoted a couple of times, I was like, do I have a problem? Is this a problem? (laughs) Turns out I don't have a problem. There was just some misalignment going on. I also kept coming back to the idea that when you pivot, you're essentially starting over and nobody likes to start over. It's pretty scary. There's a lot of work involved and there's a lot of uncertainty. So with that being said, however, I always felt called to pivot Every time I made a pivot, I just felt like I was being called to pivot every time I chose to do so. I felt like I had to really trust my intuition. In the last year, I've learned that the beautiful thing about running your own business 
is that you can do whatever the heck you want whenever you want to. You create the rules. You are the boss. You are the CEO. You can pivot and you don't need permission to do so. So that's why in today's episode, I am going to talk about three signs that it's time to pivot, how to pivot successfully, and I'm also going to touch on some mistakes that I have made that you might want to avoid. Let's dive in. Here's the first sign. You feel overworked in the current format of your offer or your service. So here's an example. You might be offering a one-on-one coaching program, but you are at full capacity. You are exhausted because you are showing up on coaching calls all day, every day, and you are so busy serving your clients that you don't even have time to serve yourself. You are overworked and you are stuck in your business. There is no room for growth if you keep up with this type of offer. Here is the pivot that you need to make. Group coaching. With group coaching, you can serve more people at one time. You can get 10 people on a single 60-minute coaching call instead of doing 10 separate 60-minute coaching calls. When you do this, you save yourself nine hours every single week. That's insane, right? Like what would you do with nine extra hours in your week? Or if you are a health coach and you are meeting all of your clients in person for training sessions and you are running all around town all day, all night, this lifestyle is not sustainable. What you want to consider doing is pivot into an online format for coaching. Instead of meeting clients in person, meet with them over Zoom, communicate with them over text or over an app like Voxer or Slack. Stop running yourself into the ground. All right. Again, the first sign that you might need to pivot is that you feel overworked in your current format of your offer or your service. Number two, you don't feel fulfilled with your current clients. How do you feel after your coaching calls? I want you to check in with yourself after you hop off every single coaching call you do this week. Check in with yourself and take note of how you feel. Are you drained from that call or do you feel energized? Figure out why you feel this way. If you feel drained, why is it you feel that way? Or if you hop off a call with another client and you feel energized, why do you feel that way? Are there specific one-on-one clients of yours who you love? Why do you love them? Early on in coaching, I started to figure out that there are specific personality attributes I was drawn to in my clients. I found that I loved working with clients who were very similar to me. I love clients who are extroverted, who are independent, who are confident, who are level-headed, personable, and ambitious. But I noticed that I had trouble working with clients who were introverted, who were shy, and emotional. These aren't bad personality traits to have. I just don't vibe with people who have these traits, and that's totally okay. So again, I started to pay attention to which clients I loved and why I loved them. 
If you feel like you aren't fulfilled with your current clients, it is time to pivot your niche or your ideal client. So I actually noticed that a lot of coaches have the same personality traits I do. They're very extroverted. They're ambitious. They're personable. They are level-headed. They are confident. So this is why I pivoted into coaching other online coaches and consultants. It's because they had similar personalities to me. Here's the third sign. You are in a nine to five, but are wanting to leave and create an online business. How do you feel when you're at work? Check in with yourself. Does your work excite you or does it bore you? Those are all really important questions to answer. If you are bored at work, if there's no room for growth, if you are treated poorly, And if you feel like there is something else out there for you, it might be time to leave corporate behind. When it comes to this pivot, I also feel like when you know, you really know. In my heart, I knew that I was never meant to work for somebody else. For as long as I can remember, I was overly ambitious. I got bored at work very fast. I wanted to move up. And there was never enough opportunity for me in corporate or at other marketing agencies. I thought there was actually something wrong with me, but there wasn't. I just was cut out to be an entrepreneur. If you feel this way too, know that you are perfectly fine and that it's time to branch out and do your own thing. So again, those three signs. Number one, you feel overworked in your current format of your offer or your service. Number two, you don't feel fulfilled with your current clients. And three, you are in a nine to five, but are wanting to leave and create your online business. Let's talk about how to pivot successfully. Here are my five pivoting tips. Number one, have a game plan. I like to wing a lot of things in my life, but I do not wing pivoting. If you are pivoting your niche or your offer, you need to create a launch plan Now, there's a lot to this, so I'm not going to dive into it in this episode. I'll talk about it in a different episode. If you want to hear more about launch plans, send me a DM on the gram and we will have a chat. But you want to make sure that you're not just showing up on Instagram one day and selling your new offer. Your audience is going to be very, very, very confused. And a confused audience does not purchase. So we want to make sure we're creating a launch plan for your pivot. On the flip side, if you are working in corporate, you'll also want to have a game plan for leaving your job and going full-time in your business. Here are some tips that I recommend that you start to do a couple of months out from wanting to leave. Save at least three to six months worth of living expenses before you part ways with your job. You want to make sure you are financially secure before you take the leap because there is a chance that you go full-time in your business and your first, second, and third months are not profitable. You want to make sure that you are safe and sound when it comes to your finances before leaving that nine to five paycheck. Don't wait to start your business until after you left your job. Start now and start it as a side hustle. In my experience, it takes time to gain momentum in your business and sign clients. And you'll want to make sure that you start a few months prior to leaving your job so you can build up your business enough to feel comfortable leaving. I have a lot of friends who have taken a similar path as me where they worked a corporate job and left to go full-time in their business. 
I do talk to a lot of people who have said that you shouldn't leave until you actually replace your corporate salary. Now, I did not do that and I was okay with that. But if you are the person who feels like you need a little bit more security before diving headfirst into entrepreneurship, then replace your corporate income with your side hustle money and then go for it. Take the leap. Another tip for you as well, you need to network. Get yourself out there. As soon as I knew that I wanted to become an entrepreneur, I think this was back like in, I would say July, June or July of 2019, I started to go to every network event that I could attend. I was connecting with other entrepreneurs in my community, my ideal clients. I was meeting so many people for coffee dates. Don't be afraid to put yourself out there. And when you network, make sure you are introducing yourself as the CEO of your own company. You are not a marketing specialist anymore. You are not a administrative assistant. You are not a whatever you are, whatever your corporate title is, leave it behind, leave it at home. When you go to networking events, you are the CEO of your company. Number two, give yourself plenty of time and do not rush it. If you are pivoting your niche and you are changing who your ideal client is, I would recommend a minimum of four weeks. You will need time to bring in new leads and warm them up to the point of them wanting to purchase from you. So again, minimum of four weeks. Honestly, if you can get to six weeks or eight weeks, even better. When it comes to leaving your job to pursuing entrepreneurship full-time, again, don't rush it. It honestly just takes time to build up your business, sign clients, have some patience with it. I wouldn't walk into work tomorrow and put your two-week notice in if you haven't even started your business yet. Three, don't be afraid to go all in and commit to the pivot. Do not half-ass your pivot. This is for the people who are already in business. If you are kind of in the middle of working a nine to five and you're building up your side hustle, don't leave unless you're completely comfortable, especially from a financial standpoint. Number three is just for the people who are already in their own business and they're thinking of pivoting to a different niche or they're pivoting their offer. Get off the fence and commit to the pivot. Please, please, please do not just sit on the fence. You will never get results by sitting on the gosh darn fence. Don't wait to pivot until you feel ready because trust me, you will never feel ready. You will never feel prepared. So just do the dang thing and commit to it. I've seen this come up a lot in the online space and it can be very, very confusing, especially when somebody is going from service provider to a coach or a mentor because it is highly likely that your ideal client for done for you agency services is not the same client that you would have as a coach. So you're basically speaking to two very different types of people and it's super confusing. So hop off the fence and commit to your pivot. Number four, keep up with your competitors. Do a competitive analysis. If you're like, Jen, I don't know what this means. I've never heard of it. Here's what it is. Make sure you're looking at your competitors and identifying their strengths and their weaknesses. You'll want to look into their offers, their sales, and their marketing strategies. This will help you to identify gaps in the market, develop a new or even a better offer, and then market and sell more effectively than your competitors. So again, number four, keep up with the competition. Number five, last but not least, 
show up and provide insane amounts of value for free. Yeah, I just said for free. When you first pivot, you're typically having to reestablish yourself in a new niche. It takes time to establish yourself as an expert. But when you provide value and educational content, you position yourself as the go-to expert in your new niche. And guess what? People buy from experts. Okay, I'm going to repeat this list one more time. Number one, have a game plan. Number two, give yourself plenty of time to pivot and don't rush it. Number three, do go all in and commit to the pivot. Do not half-ass your pivot. Number four, keep up with the competition. And number five, show up and provide insane amounts of value. All right, y'all, let's talk about some mistakes. We'll just talk about three so I don't get carried away here. First mistake, don't pivot every single month. It is okay to pivot after a couple of months, after maybe two quarters, three quarters. If you're pivoting all the time, it's going to be very confusing for your audience. They will think that you are having an identity crisis. So just be aware of how often you are pivoting. And also when you are pivoting all the time, you aren't even giving yourself nearly enough time to see tangible results. When you pivot, again, it takes time to establish yourself in your new niche. It takes time to gain traction and really see momentum. So be a little bit patient here and wait until you see results with this instead of jumping from one niche to the next to the next or from one offer to the next to the next to the next. I see this mistake happening every single day in this online space. I see a coach who launches a new offer and she doesn't sell out. So she creates a new offer and launches it the next day. And then she does the same thing two weeks later and it gets very, very confusing. So Commit to the pivot and at least see it through for a couple of months. Even better if you can see it through for two quarters or three quarters. Okay, another mistake, or I guess another thing to call out would be make sure you're pivoting for the right reasons. Please don't pivot just because you think you'll make more money doing something else. I see service providers who go from social media management over to coaching. They're doing it just because they think they're going to make more money in coaching. Please, if you pivot, please make sure you are doing it because you are passionate about this pivot. Please do it because you want to serve a new audience. Do it because you love the idea of this pivot and you're passionate. Don't do it for the money. Your audience will see right through this. I see right through it. And if I know I can see through it, trust me, other people do too. So I know money is great in coaching, right? Like, It's great at online coaching. I'm not going to sugarcoat it, but I don't do it for the money and neither should you. You should do it because you're making a difference in the world and you are making a difference for your clients. Lastly, mistake number three, make sure that you are actually an expert in whatever you are pivoting into. I see a lot of people pivoting into something that they are not even an expert in and it just makes the coaching and consulting industry look bad. So for example, please do not label yourself as a fitness coach if you don't hold a certification in what you are teaching. If you want to be a fitness coach, go get your personal training certification. Go through the correct classes and certifications to do what you are wanting to do. I will say that in in business coaching, sales coaching, marketing coaching, things of that nature, 
there are no certifications that are really a requirement, but I do believe that you have to have experience in doing what you are doing. So for example, if you are going to be a social media management coach, make sure that you have experience in social media management. I know it sounds obvious, but just because you played on Instagram when you were in high school does not mean that you should be coaching others on social media marketing or social media management. Make sure that you have that real life experience, whether it's in an agency setting or a corporate setting, doing what you're doing. Because it is not fair to your clients. It is not fair to label yourself as a coach, as an expert, as a consultant, as a mentor in an industry, in a niche that you are not an expert in, in a niche that you don't even have experience in, real life experience. Things like this are what really give the coaching industry a bad, a bad rep, a bad name. So please make sure that you have experience and that you are an expert in the industry or the niche that you are moving into. Okay. These mistakes again are don't pivot every single month. Make sure you are pivoting for the right reasons. Like don't just pivot for the money. Yes, money is good, but there needs to be a a deeper, more meaningful purpose behind your pivot. And then please make sure that you are an expert in doing what you are pivoting into. All right, y'all, that is my episode on pivoting. So many businesses have pivoted in order to really survive and thrive this year. Keep in mind that pivoting takes time, have some patience, and trust the process. I've said the word pivoting so many times (laughs) in this episode. If you know how many times I said pivot, please send me a DM. I'm curious. I bet it's around like 40 to 50. (laughs) Okay. If you're ready to pivot or you recently pivoted and you need help developing your brand new offer, don't forget my six-figure offer workshop, No BS Served Neat, is coming up this Thursday, November 5th at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I'm going to walk you through my three-step offer build and my high-converting pricing strategy, which is, of course, rooted in sales psychology. You'll walk away with complete clarity around who you serve, what offer you are going to sell, and how to strategically price it. This workshop is just 90 minutes long. It's very hands-on, very intimate, and I am just so excited about it. And best of all, I have a giveaway for this workshop. One lucky lady or man will get a free seat at this workshop. I'm actually giving a full rebate to just one person. I will be drawing names within the workshop itself, and you will not want to miss out. So if you're ready to grab a seat in this workshop, the link is in the show notes. If you have questions about the workshop, please don't hesitate to DM me on Instagram, neat.marketing. All right, y'all, that's it. I'm signing off. Thank you so much for joining me on this week's episode. If you loved this episode, please tell your friends, tell your family members, tell your grandma, tell your grandma's cat, tell everybody. Make sure to rate, review, and subscribe, and feel free to take a screenshot of this episode, share it to your Instagram story, and tag me at neat.marketing. I will catch you guys on next week's episode of Served Neat.